The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So in, um, uh, in describing your experience as um, that when you go, there can be a lot of mindfulness and a lot of presence before an actual engagement with a task. And um, in the task, it feels like the mind and the way the mind operates and does things and intends to do things, that kind of takes over and the mindfulness recedes. Uh, just to check in, uh, uh, there is still some mindfulness in that or does the mindfulness get lost? Um, well, I was thinking about the fact that when I pulled up, right, and parked, I was very clear about, okay, I'm going to get out of the car, go across the street, and go in, go quietly, take my shoes off, try different. Okay. So, mostly I was interested in hearing whether the mindfulness just got lost or whether it was a different quality to mindfulness. And so, yes, in, in engaging in the task, you're, here, you're, you're experiencing that there's a very different quality to mindfulness. And, um, you know, this begins, I think, to point to, um, you know, especially on retreat, there's a, there's a particular feeling that happens as we really get engaged and, um, you know, that intimacy. And um, we look for that or we expect that somehow. And, uh, you know, one of the things I see, especially in daily life, but also in retreat, is that there are different ways that mindfulness is experienced at different times. And some of it has to do with what the mind is doing, how the mind is engaged. Um, so it, it, if we have an idea that one is mindfulness and the other isn't, then that, that can get in our way. And basically we're, we're discounting the fact that, well, there is some mindfulness here. So in those times, I mean, I'm, I would not try to make it be the other. You know, that... That, um, as you say, that's not how your mind is working. The fact that there is some mindfulness there already in that situation, um, you know, you could you just be curious about what is known there. You know, what, what is known? Is it... And, and one piece I'll say, too, is that my guess is or there's probably... You mentioned intention. Um, and in retreat our intentions about what we're doing are pretty simple. You know, I'm going to chop the vegetables or make my bed or walk to the meditation hall. You know, it's like our intentions are pretty simple. In daily life, our intentions are much more complex, you know, and, and the things we're tracking are much more complex. And so there's, there's probably a, that also. And we can, um, you know, just start to be aware of the as mindfulness gets more continuous, it can be more aware of the complexity. And so, you know, just, just be aware of what you are noticing. And, and as you say, you know, not to try to um, make it any different, but also check if there's an idea that somehow it's not possible to be as deeply mindful in this place as it is on retreat. It is possible... It may feel different, but um, uh, it, it, sometimes that idea of, oh, okay, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is the way the mind is engaged. Well, partly that there's that habit of the way the mind is engaged that is engaged with um, a little bit of clinging. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
you know, the, the, um, and, and there can be some usefulness to that. Not necessary, but there can be some usefulness to that. So the, uh, the exploration can just be kind of the curiosity, especially since there is mindfulness there. You're not like trying to find the way to be mindful in those situations. You could just drop in the question, you know, how, how is it possible to be, or is it possible to be um, more fully present here without working at it or, you know, without, because it's like that, that's, that's part of the, um, the resistance or part of the reason, you know, the mindfulness, if we're having to do the mindfulness, if we're having to actively engage to um, uh, think about doing the mindfulness, then that's going to take something away from the active engagement in the task. And yet the more the mindfulness gets more momentum, we can start to see that, you know, it, it, it's less, it, it, the, there's no need to do the mindfulness as it gains momentum. And it can actually be there with, fully with the task that we're engaged in. So the... So um, in describing your walk here this morning and how... Um, you noticed a lot of things, the sun, the feelings, the, um, you know, there, so there's a lot of mindfulness of the experiences that you were happening. But then as you came inside, you realized you hadn't been aware of walking. Um, and that was kind of a recognition and there was the, um, you know, the, a kind of a, uh, an acknowledgement of mindfulness there. Um, When we're exploring the kind of mindfulness I, I talked about last night a little bit um, and yesterday morning, this kind of um, uh, ongoing, just what's obvious now, what's obvious now, what's obvious now, what's obvious now, there can be a, um, you know, a, a, a pretty long stretch of mindfulness going when and yet not be aware of I don't know um, kind of a, a, another set of activities like you might be you might be really aware of the body for instance but not so aware of the emotions that are happening uh, or you might be really aware of uh, seeing and not so aware of hearing. Um, and again, this is partly just it, it, just expanding the ideas about what mindfulness is. Um, mindfulness is kind of picking up on, or you know, it, there's with mindfulness, there's the awareness of what where the attention is and that sounds like what was happening you know it wasn't like you were directing the attention trying to be mindful of something trying to pick what to be mindful of it sounds like in your description you were more aware of that flow of oh aware of of warmth aware of coolness aware of just kind of in a in a in a, a stream of that um and so when we're not picking what to be mindful of um, that factor of attention 
is going to kind of operate in its habitual way. You know, it'll, it'll pay attention to the things it's most interested in. Um, now, the mindfulness itself doesn't have to be always broad. So in that case, it sounded like the, the mindfulness was kind of like, oh, this experience and this experience, oh, warmth on the face and coolness on the, uh, on the hands or whatever, you know, just like, so, so the, 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 the attention was kind of coming down to kind of little bit things. And so the, the attention wasn't particularly taking in the broader picture of, I'm, I'm walking to IRC right IMC right now. So the attention wasn't taking that in. Um, that's not necessarily um, an issue with mindfulness. You know, it's like sometimes, sometimes when we're attending to experience, our mindfulness gets more interested in kind of precisely what's going on, you know, more specific experience. Sometimes the, the mindfulness gets more broad and takes in a lot of things at the same time and takes in context and takes in, um, you know, activity and emotion and body sensations all at once. That, um, that possibility of that broader kind of awareness is uh, something that's extremely helpful for daily life. But um, don't discount that. I mean, it's like, it's not that you weren't mindful in that time. There was just something. So rather than uh, in that moment of saying, oh, I wasn't aware of, thi- or I wasn't mindful of, of walking, it's like more like attention didn't notice that part of the experience. But there was mindfulness of a lot of other things. So, you know, it's like, don't discount the mindfulness that was there. Um, and, you know, sometimes in sitting, too, this can happen. You know, we can be, like, really very precisely aware of, like, you know, little sparkly sensations in the knee, or, but not really consciously aware of the fact that I'm sitting in a room right now. But the mindfulness is there. It's just interested in a different set of experiences. So the, you know, the mindfulness can, the, the attention, let's say the attention can be narrow, precise, or broad. So the attention can have like a, a lens effect, like a, a, like a camera. You know, it can be the micro thing. If you zoom in on, on um, a flower and you just get this little bit of it, you know, you see a lot of detail in that little piece, but, you know, if that's all you see in a picture, you may not even know it's a flower, but you can see a lot there. Um, and so that, you know, the attention can kind of zoom in like that and just be in the interested in the detail like that. And it can pan out and take in the, the whole kind of uh, flower or the, the whole experience. So, and mindfulness can be with it in both situations. And so, you know, a, a lot of times people have the idea either that mindfulness means, you know, I'm aware of one thing and, not, you know, I really know that thing and I've chosen that thing. 
Uh, and so I encourage this broader kind of sense. And sometimes people are really good with the broad and yet, you know, not so able to kind of come in there and contact. And so the, the, the mindfulness can go both ways. And so it's, a, it's kind of like cultivating the flexibility and the shaking up of the idea of what mindfulness is um, to, uh, to allow there to be that flexibility and for both to happen. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, just a good, a good question is, what does it mean to be mindful in this? <laughs> in this, whatever it is. I mean, and, and, and that might be, you know, like in engaging in an activity, like, you know, is today the 15th? <laughs> Yes, engaging in taxes, you know. Okay, there you are, you know, doing taxes. Hope, hope, I hope everybody's done with their taxes. You know, so you're engaged in that. There's, there's an activity of mind that perhaps needs to focus on that, you know, to, to, to narrow in and think about what is going on there. And if you've got the idea that um, while that's happening, while that activity is happening, that the attention has to be broad and I have to know that I'm in this room and, you know, what my body is doing all at the same time. It's like that's kind of going counter to what the activity is. It is possible to wake up fully in the midst of the mind that is engaged with that. But to have an idea of it's supposed to look some particular way when I'm mindful fully mindful in that activity. That's something we have to learn to let go of. Let it show us what it means to be mindful in this activity. And so sometimes, sometimes asking that question, um, sometimes asking that question of, what does it mean to be mindful right in the midst of this? And not trying to do it, not trying to figure out what it means, but just like drop that question in and let go and just, you know, be mindful as you can and see what happens. There's some ways the, the, uh, um, our, our minds have a lot more wisdom than we give it credit for. And um, it can show us things if we're willing to just drop in a question and step back and observe. So that, that's what occurred to me to say in response to you. So in um, thinking about or reflecting on areas that we're, when we are aware, but there's parts that we're not aware of, areas that we're not aware of, um, you know, in retrospect, kind of in your example, in retrospect you noticed, oh, I wasn't aware of that part. And in Suzuki Roshi's example that, that you mentioned of the, you know, being aware in looking at a stream of being aware of the rocks and the fish, but not of the water. Um, uh, after the fact, we may recognize, wow, I was really aware of the rocks and the fish, but I didn't notice the water. And so, you know, in that recognition after the fact, it's not like we're, you know, it's, there's no need to discount what we were aware of, but recognizing after the fact, wow, I didn't notice the walking, or I didn't notice the water, or I didn't notice the fact that, I mean, I was really aware of all the stuff, but I wasn't kind of more generally aware that I was aware. 
that after the fact recognition can help us be curious about ways in which we are uh, things that we're missing things that we are um, uh, you know possibilities for places for mindfulness to expand into and so you know that 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 can increase a curiosity so you know you notice that today and you know it's like maybe on your walk home that will that will influence you know what you're aware of so you know it's like the curiosity of oh what's it like to also be aware of walking or what's it like to also be aware of the fact that the mind knows the fact that the mind is aware yeah it's like there's aware there's something about that So the the question is around reflecting that um, yesterday um, in your description of your experience, yesterday you were less aware so much of the the task, although a little bit, it was there, but it was more in the background. And there was more of a sense of, um, there was an interest and a curiosity and a kind of, it sounds like also a joy in exploring the relationship side. And that was very in the foreground and there was a lot of mindfulness and presence of what was going on and the little pause before speaking. So there was a, it sounds like there was a lot of mindfulness there. Um, and um, kind of the question of uh, what supports, it, it, I think the sum of the question is what supports that in a way? And uh, definitely, in my experience, the tasks help to create the conditions that the second one can happen. You know, that the, the more ability to be available for what's going on and start to be curious about what's going on in the moment, in what's already happening, as opposed to overlaying some kind of a, of a task on things. Um, and so, as I said on on. Sunday, you know, it's not so much, the point isn't so much about the tasks. The, 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 the point is more about helping you to remember mindfulness. And then, so what it sounds like, you know, actually, this is the first time I've used relationship in, in this daily life practice week. And boy, it's great. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of richness happening here. And it, it's creating a lot of interest. And, you know, people are, are engaged with that in a, in a really lovely way. And so it sounds like the, the interest is kind of naturally moving in that direction. And so, you know, if that's where the interest is, you know, one of the things with daily life practice that I think is most helpful is to allow the mindfulness to connect to what you are most interested in understanding, most interested in knowing, most interested in being with. That that interest itself is a support. And so um, next week, (laughs) you know, going forward, one of the other explorations, I, I would encourage you to potentially mix up the tasks, you know, you might use, you know, pick one that somebody else did next week um, and see if you can keep that going because it does, it does help to uh, help you to remember that you've forgotten. Um, But the other piece that you can do, and this is where I found the most richness in my daily life practice is also maybe pick something like this week we've picked relationship. Maybe pick something that you're really interested in understanding about yourself. For myself, it was like anger. 
the very first mindfulness project I picked was noticing when I was angry because it was such a big thing in my life and it's like I wanted to understand it. So there was a lot of interest and a lot of curiosity around that. And so pick something you're interested in exploring and that interest itself will be a support for the practice. And do know that like any retreat, I don't know, have you ever attended a retreat? The conditions of the retreat support an increase of the conditions for mindfulness and that will diminish. So it won't be as strong next week, at least in my experience, you know, it's, uh, it, the container is very helpful. And yet there's a lot, there's a lot that we can do. And well, here's another, here's another, um, uh, thing to explore um, oh shoot, I lost it. Uh, I noticed that the there was an error on the computer, so I don't know if it's still recording or not. That something gets in the way. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. It's recording. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to touch it. But I also can't touch it here because. <laughs> iPod lost it. So we're going to have to figure out what to do. Um, Let's see. Yeah. um, The interest... The, the interest piece was where it came from, you know, exploring what you're interested in, um, picking something that you're interested in. Yeah, it's gone. I may, I may remember it in a few minutes. Yeah. It's, it was a left field kind of thing. <laughs> came and went. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. Let's see if this... Yeah, this is going to... Okay. Okay. 